we're gonna enter into a time of worship. Amen.
We just want to worship your holy name, oh God. We give you all the praise and honor that you deserve, oh Lord. You are indeed the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, oh God. There is none like you, oh God. There is none that can be compared unto your holy name. We just want to lift your name up high, oh God. We exalt your name, Father Lord. You are worthy to be praised, oh God. You are worthy to be honored, Father Lord. We just want to bless your holy name. We bless your holy name, O God. We honor your name, O God. We give you all the praise, O Lord, that you deserve. What shall we render unto your holy name, O God? You are worthy, O Lord. You are worthy, King of Kings. You are worthy, Lord of Lords. We bless your holy name, O God. 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 You are worthy to praise, O God. You are worthy to praise, O God.
bringing us thus far, O oh Lord, and it's just by your grace, Father Lord. We are here because of you, O oh Lord. It is not by our strength, neither is it by our mind, O oh God. It is all by your grace. We just want to honor and give you all the praises this afternoon, O oh Lord. We put our hearts out to you, Father Lord. We ask that you, Lord, to take control over everything that's going on here today. We pray that you, Lord, to take dominion over us, O oh God that you will release your anointing, you will release your power, oh God, in this sanctuary, in Jesus' name. We just want to thank you, oh God, for yet another time in your presence, oh Lord. We bless you, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen.
Oh, this time. 
Follow that you do praise the sun because the thing is nice. <laughs> All right, let's pray. Father, we give you praise. Thank you, thank you. Thanks a million. Do what you want to do with us in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Not gonna be here for long. So What is this um, purpose of why God wants there to be churches and uh, preaching? Of course, it's supposed because He wants us to win souls and all that. Why don't we win the souls and just let them be? Why we go through all the struggles and all that just to make sure? There is church and people are coming and there we are. 
preaching and we are blessing and we are encouraging and we are counseling and all that. Why do you think God is making us do all that? Any prophet or prophetess in the house? The enemy is always working. Alright, that's true. Any other prophetic answers? Uh, the people have used me. Oh. They've used me. Anyway, how do you check it? I check the upgrade. It's nice, eh? Wow. I don't know if I got them right or how to put them. I think yeah. they're too stiff. Yeah, that's what I made them too stiff. Like, I don't know if this has to come down or whatever it is. You fix it. So. <laughs> All right. You know, when you read, you know, for one funny thing, you read First John 3 8. And the Bible says, uh, you know, the B part. For this reason, the Son of God has manifested so that you might destroy the works of the devil. Do you have it there? So we realize that one of the reasons why Jesus came was to destroy the works of the devil. The devil. Sorry, First John 3, 8. It should be there. The B, especially. You know. So Jesus, is it there? find Jesus talking about the devil like preaching the devil it baffles me did you ever see anywhere in the Bible where Jesus was preaching and the whole preaching was about devils and witches and what but he came because one of the reasons why he came was to destroy the works of the devil so I thought he was going to talk more about the devil since he was about to destroy his works to make people aware of how bad and crazy and weird you know, and all the names Satan has, you know, the old serpent, the dragon, the accuser of the brethren, you know, proud and arrogant and braggadocious and all that. But <laughs> he never did that. Isn't it amazing? He never did that. He never taught the people 14 ways to detect witches. Number one, ancestral three. He didn't do that. And often Jesus would rather talk in this uh, in parables and go. He would preach in parables and go, you know. And I was I kept wondering why would he preach in parables? Because the people would not listen. He rather do parables and go. And the funny thing is that a few times he spoke about the devil when he said that this guy, this devil, I got nothing in him. He got nothing with me, and so that is it. He never really, you know, even when the circumstances where he had to cast out devils, he didn't make it. The preaching about devils. He was more into the kingdom. He was more into God's agenda. He was more into 
his work about human life. He was more into knowledge and insights about the Spirit of God, the Father in him and the Father in heaven. Anytime you see Jesus saying, the Father in me, he was talking about the Holy Spirit. And then the Father in heaven, he was talking about God. But you find pastors rather preaching about witches. The things Jesus never preached about. We are rather preaching about them. And it amazes me. And it, it doesn't make God happy. Because that is not the purpose why he brought the pastorate into the system. That was not the purpose. He, he didn't call apostles and prophets and evangelists and teachers and pastors to come and teach about the guy he has defeated. When he came to the devil, he said, in my name you will cast out devils. You will pick up, you know, these signs are following them that believe. They will speak in other tongues, they will lay hands on the sick, they will recover, they will, they will cast out devils. One time he said, you shall pick up serpents with your hand, you know, and if you drink any deadly thing, it will not harm you. He was talking to addressing the church and he said, I've given you power, Luke 10, 19. I've given you power over scorpions and serpents and over all the powers of the enemy and none shall by any means harm you. That was his message about it. He never... So, we are doing the people of God a big disservice by projecting the church into the realms of devils. What did Paul say? We wrestle against flesh and blood, but against what? Principalities and powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, wickedness of this age. You know, and then he gave us how to overcome them. Telling us that we should be prepared with the armor of God. Wear the helmet of salvation, your breastplate of righteousness, your loins gathered of truth, your feet with the preparation of the gospel. If I gave details, read the, 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 the epistles of the apostles Peter, read about Luke, read Timothy, read um, Jude, read um, Revelation, read about um, Paul's writings, read about James. You don't see witchcrafts or demonic teachings. But we have it in the body of Christ where they are demonic teachings. God is not happy. And anytime God will call me into fellowship, He doesn't talk to me about demons, He talks to me about His plans. So then you begin to wonder why is it that I heard this man of God preach before? I like him so much. But He said something. He said, Somebody was saying that why is it that a prophet nowadays you are always seeing witches and witchcrafts about people's lives and families and that's all you see. And then he also went on the other side and said but why is it doctors are also doing the same thing? Cutting people, killing people, doing surgeries. So we are all doing the same thing. I was uh, I liked his prophetic ministry but I've studied the prophet I've been watching, if you have seen me this day I've been watching prophetic ministry and all that just to analyze one thing. We have shifted why he called us. Paul said, the gift were given to us not for the believers, but for the unbelievers, that they may experience the love of the Father. What does it mean? Those who are already saved as Christians, Bible says we are to help them, perfect them for their own ministry. 
That means for their own giftings to work. But if we meet and I'm prophesying, telling you who is worrying you and who is after you, then we don't get time for the unbelievers. So what is supposed to be an outside power manifestation ends up within us. And then the people are happy because the prophet is telling them about the witch and witchcrafts and whatever is happening in their lives. But we have shifted the course. Your gift is to minister to the unbeliever so they know the love of Christ. But what do we see? We prophesy to the unbelievers. We prophesy to the believers. And we call it a ministry. That is not what the Father called us for. Of course, because the pastor or the prophet, whoever your pastor or your leader is, definitely there might be a word or two God will give. Because sometimes we all get confused waiting for an answer and then we are missed, missed somewhere. So we need one or two guidance, all right? But it shouldn't be an attitude. It shouldn't be an attitude. And we're beginning to see why do you think that in this season, especially this COVID season, you've had some Christians passed on? Those air forces. Just read those air forces for us. I'm trying to give you a mindset from the Word of God. All right. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. Let's do um, King James, we find. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Lord. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected knowledge. I will also reject thee that thou shalt be no priest to me. Hmm. Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also for forget thy children. So my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Knowledge. I thought of because of witchcraft. Listen, as a Christian, a witch cannot destroy you. Understand this. The greater we see that is in us. Because we have shifted focus, we are afraid of them. Do you understand? I heard this man of God say that, you know, check history. For example, like this place, if those who were here before we came, uh, did something like rituals or did something bad and they leave and we come the spirit they left here will fight us and so all the time wherever you go check history it's logical it makes reason but then what about when God said to Joshua what about you shall step to your feet I've given you the land what about that word and he was able to give Joshua that power because of the instruction he gave to Joshua and Joshua obeyed in Joshua 1 8, it says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. You shall meditate therein day and night, observe to do, and you shall have good success, and your way shall prosper. So when Joshua started obeying what God says, that meditate on the word, make it your, your speech, make it your mentality. He said, It shall not depart from your mouth. That means when you are talking, you talk word, you talk revelation, because that's how you think. As a man thinks, so is he. So when the guy was able to exercise, he said, if you can do this, wherever you step your feet, I'm giving you the land. 
Meaning, you don't have to worry about the witch spirit was there as you enter the place, light has come. But sometimes they have to call for the man of God to come and pour oil here and there because something is haunting them. It's, look, if the spirit go, another one will come. The thing is that your placement is bad. Where you are in the realms is bad. Very low key. Because the Bible doesn't even have time for witches. We deal, listen, the more you go higher, you deal with principalities and powers. Witches are cleaners. And yet they are the main ones we are afraid of them. So when are you going to start dealing with principalities? Because a top Christian, you are on the level of... You deal with rulers of the darkness of this world. Why you change the order of nations? Are you getting what I'm saying? But it is not the churches, it's not the members' fault. It is the pastor's fault. We shift the, the thing because usually the people come and they'll only come in their numbers if you tell them what they want to hear. You understand? If you tell them what they want to hear, I can prophesy everybody one by can prophesy to you. I will go home very sad. Do you know why? I failed God. I'm supposed to perfect you in your giftings, in your walking in the supernatural. It shouldn't excite you. But that has become the order. If you want the members prophesy, they will come. Do this, they will come. I don't have a problem with that. But I will stand before the one who called me one day. We have done miracles by the grace of God. These things are not... Of course, somebody, there's a Christian who is sick. The person must be healed, of course. You understand? But after the healing, you have to grow. This is because you have rejected my knowledge. You have rejected knowledge. Me too, I have rejected you. God can reject us. You have to work with God in two forms. You see him as a lamb. Number two, you see him as a lion. Because when his lion side comes, you are in trouble. That's what he did to Moses. Then, this is Moses that God said he is the meekest man upon all the earth. Yet when he did the little mistake, took him to the mountain and said, look at Canaan. Have you seen it? I said I will take you. You are not going again. Give the mountain to Joshua. You die here now. The guy died. This is lion. When he said I'm the lion of the tribe of Judah, it was not just title. God is wild, I'm telling you. He's wild. You should see his eyes of fire. When he shows love to you, his eyes are beautiful. When he's wild, you see something different. I'm telling you. So the question is, why are people not growing? Do you know why people are not growing in the Christian body? Although you preach things to them and are not growing, they are lazy. Number one, they are lazy. Number two, they don't want to grow, but they want to enjoy growth. They don't want to grow. They don't want to grow, but they want to enjoy growth. How is that possible? How is that possible? How many of you did a meditation I told you? Last week we, started, we spoke about meditation. We did an example here. How many of you have continued? La brose sabata. You see what I'm talking about? Other things have taken your attention. And trust me, those things that have stolen your attention, eh, you will be surprised when you stand before Jesus in judgment that you messed up. I'm not lying to you. I'm not lying to you. It's, it's crazy. He says, because you have rejected my knowledge, me too, I will reject you and your children. Imagine God rejecting you. Uh, your boyfriend, girlfriend rejects you, you have broken heart. When God rejects you, you have broken life. You, you, are, you are done for. 
you are dead by default. Anything is dead in your life. It isn't because you didn't know how to do anything or because you didn't receive knowledge. Church of God, why are we throwing away the knowledge of God? Look, anytime I'm in fellowship with God, it's information. God gives information. Devil. He doesn't have time for the devil because there's a way for you to deal with the devil. Kenneth Hagan, he's dead. He was having an encounter with Jesus. Jesus was giving him instructions. He was writing the information and then this demon came between them. Started screaming. Like a monkey. You know how they behave. And Jesus was still talking. So Kenneth was like, ah, but Jesus, they said you have to be just able to tell this demon to leave. So Kenneth Hagan got frustrated and he said, You get out in Jesus' name. The, 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 the demon put a tail in between the legs and ran. And then he turned to Jesus. Jesus was still talking. He said, But why didn't you cast this, this guy out? And Jesus said, I will not. I couldn't. Because I gave you the power. I give the power to the church. Luke 10, 19. I have given you power over scorpions and serpents. He said, well, I wasn't going to do anything. The power has been given to the church. We have the power of attorney. So we are sitting and waiting for Jesus to come and redeem or fight for us. If you don't move, you are dead. Tell me the truth. He was surprised. How come? Say, yeah. Now, at the mention of the name Jesus, every niche about who is mentioning the name? Yes, yes. He learned a lesson. When I read that, I learned a lesson. You know, that thing we say, God, oh, Nambaye, oh, Nambaye, what do you do? Do what? He never moves on behalf of lazy people. Get it in your system. What are you busy for? It's you. The question, what are you busy for? What are we busy for? The things we are busy for, do they have the potency to fight for us in time of trouble? No. 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 They are the necessities of life. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things, he didn't even call them blessings, so all other things. He didn't even call them blessings. Because the car you have, an unbeliever has the same car. Better one than yours. Your own is 2017. Their own is 2021. They are unbelievers. And we are boasting, believing that uh, we are even still paying loans on the cars. <laughs> and you call it a blessing. A blessing is when God has done what man cannot do. There are some unbelievers that they've married for long. They've sustained their marriages. Christian marriages are breaking. Why? And we are chasing after these things. And we leave, we leave God alone. He says, you have rejected knowledge. We do have reject you. You see, Christians pray seriously. They pray seriously. It's because they lack something. They lack it and they are fighting for it. Oh God. Oh And nothing is happening. Look, for Paul to say, I count everything as dung for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus. The guy knew something. He knew something. 
So everything that there's a guy who was given license to arrest Christians. He's not a small boy. He's not a small boy. Chief to arrest Christians. He had the certificate. He one time collected the garments of 40 people and they stoned Stephen to them. When they were stoning Stephen, the guy holding the garments of the, the men stoning Stephen was Paul. His name was Saul that time. He collected their, uh, remove your garment from me and feel free to stone the guy where he was holding their garments. 40 people. So for him to have that kind of exposure and to come and tell us that all that thing, all those things are done because there was an excellency of the knowledge of Christ. The guy who had power to talk to Timothy and ask, he asked Timothy to die, to, to, to live is for Christ, to die is gain. It's like when I die right now, I will not lose anything. But I'm torn between the two. I don't know which one to choose. Hey, you might be talking like this. Should I die or should I live? But he said, okay, for your sake, I'll live. And when he now wanted to die, he wrote to Timothy and said, my time is up. I'm about to go. For I have run the course. I have finished my race. I have fought the good fight. I'm about to go. And then he went to die. A man could choose when to die. Because of knowledge, there's something that guy knew. See how many Christians are praying against death. Every death in my family, I bind you. I bind you. If you know certain knowledge, you are in a certain power realm. All you say every day, thank you, sir. You move on. You have rejected the knowledge. Who you? I will reject you. So what are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? Bible says God tries our heart. Sometimes he delays certain things. Say, let me see if there will be consistency. And then we, we prove him wrong. All right. It, it depends on us. Jeremiah 3.15. Oh, today, uh, Methodist was hot. <laughs> it was hot. Jeremiah 3.15. pastors according to my heart which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. No, the Bible is not yours. That one is, he said, I'll, I'll give you pastor to feed you with knowledge, uh, uh, with demons and power of, I uh, check, check, are you sure it is, what is there? Yes, it says, and I will give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Every pastor that is not feeding you the knowledge and understanding of God, he has moved from the heart of God. He said, why is he giving you pastors? To feed you with what? Knowledge and understanding. So you see, when it comes to this place, eh, you, you don't like the knowledge. You know you, you know you don't like it. Just that you now you are rejecting it. And I'm innocent of your blood. Because I told you. said, God, he gives information like crazy. But who's taking it? Who's taking it? Why is it that we are too lazy like that? Why? Why are we distracted? We say we don't have time home. We say we don't have time, but we can go on our phones. We say we don't have time, but we know some titles of some new movies. 
Asa. We are deceiving ourselves. Honestly. I'm sure you don't have the time. So, those pastors who are really serious into feeding the people with the knowledge of God and all that, they are doing it. They are trying. So, what is happening? What is happening? Abu says, a quick work will the Lord do, and he will cut it short in righteousness. Meaning, the man is coming soon. And what do you have to show God? What do you have to show him? What is your vaccine passport to show God? <laughs> what are you going to show? What are, what will be Paul says that and our works will be tried by fire. And those that their works are of gold, they will stand the fire. But those that are of wood, we will know the wood ones. And then them gems are so if we are going to try, he's going to try our works with fire. What what is this, what is yours going to be? Some Christians say they 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 have the ashes already. They are they have the ashes. I wonder how ashes will go through fire, become anything. It's crazy. God gave me one order. He says, "Put me in my people." That is what he told me to do. One time, Bishop Doug was preaching and he was crying. He got frustrated at the pulpit. He said, I'm sorry. All I know is Jesus. All I can preach about is Jesus. He cried on the pulpit. He couldn't preach. Did I show you that video before? He cried on the pulpit. It was an evening service. The man couldn't preach anymore. Because pressure from the people. You always preach about Jesus. Preach about something. Do gymnastics, you know. Do something. That's what I have. He cried the whole church. He couldn't preach. He left. Paul says, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. After all the miracles Paul was doing, he still said, I, I want to know him. Because we can't finish knowing God. Enoch walked with, walked with God 300 years. And God said, this, this guy will not let you die. Come, come, come. Even that, he didn't finish knowing how many years have you known God now? What they can. And yet, you are not forcing. You are not putting crazy effort. For you to be sitting down and have a feeling that inspiration comes, ah, he's here. Then you know you are growing. You'll be on in your bed and then you hear God tell you, come. But you, you are in your the only thing that will wake you up is work, work alarm. <laughs> on another life. When will you pack your car and meditate? When? Oh, I have to go and see my friend. Oh, I have to go and see. I have to, look, even twins, they will have their separate account before God. True or not true? They were in the womb hanging. But they didn't come out hugging. <laughs> Separate. Your gifts, your gifts that God gave you, they are sleeping, people of God. 
gifts, sleeping gifts. Sleeping. Some cry they don't know their own at all. Some people don't even know their own. Even Adam knows his gift. <laughs> you meet a Christian, what is your gift? Oh. Ayaka. We have rejected the knowledge. I'll give you pastors according to my heart. But they will fill you with what? Knowledge and understanding. When I was, all this while I've been there, the pastor called me there because of one thing, what I've been seeing on radio. I should just come and say about the COVID thing and all that. You know, some were like that, some were, some were also receiving. And when I saw those who were trying to make their pastor, how dare you? Do you think I'm afraid of you? Oh, it was crazy. It was crazy. Crazy. There was knowledge to give, and you were there being proud. What do you know? They were surprised. I said, I'm a very shy person. When I'm in my element, I'm in my elements. <laughs> Amen. Amen. They were surprised. And then we grieve the Holy Spirit. When we go, what do we do? The notes that you you kept, do you refer? No. All right, but there's podcast. Do you listen? I don't know. I preach though. I listen to my throughout the night. I listen to two hours of podcast. My preaching, including the singing and worshiping and everything, listening and praying. I haven't slept past 16 hours. That's my wife. When I woke up on Saturday, <laughs> did you see me sleeping again? I came back from the radio and I slept. When I woke up, did you see me sleeping again? Till now. Till now. Sometimes I, I look for message, six hours preaching, not my preaching, somebody else's preaching. Six hours preaching. Look, we are misbehaving now. We are misbehaving. And time is running out. Bible says redeeming the time. We have to redeem the time. We are misbehaving. How many Christian books have you read since the beginning of this year? Have you even read the title? And chapter one, half of chapter one. So at least be on a secure day. Have you? I have a book. Cry that you. Have you read the book? No. Have you read the book? Sex Lives of God. Have you read it? Yeah. But I had distributors and marketers. You haven't read. You haven't read. A servant of God took my book when it was just a draft, read it and started crying. He said, Ah, we have let go certain certain blessings. Certain blessings. Like being born again. What did it mean to be born again? That's chapter one. Crying. Tears. Because we want to show the people that we have revelation. 14 ways uh, to be able to maneuver your way in the supernatural. Number one, titan. Number two, offering. Number three, dangerous seed. Everybody take your dangerous seed now. 
<laughs> we are about to get into the supernatural blessing. And the people are shaking in the church. I was a branch pastor in a church. They had a, 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 a custom or time is a tradition in the church, like during every the yearly fundraising, we we get to also um, see the winner of offering of the offering winner. We call it uh, if we were a woman offering queen, if you were a man offering king. And usually, as a pastor, I need a fundraising. So we do things in the church, right? So like, I'll just give small and... Uh, I've won fundraising king before. <laughs> they were surprised. And the second year, I was going to win it, and I made the one who was on the chair so that I'm going to, you know, overthrow and then take the... I, I added my mind and said, oh, you keep it. And then she, won, she was surprised. How many pastors give? It's crazy. A few. You have to bring it. I have to pocket it. And they tell you, I've given it to God. Paul said, it's not the same. If I reap the harvest of your giving, it's not the same. You understand? But the burden on our hearts is that we want to see the people of God progress spiritually. And then it materialize physically. That they have become so close to God. That is my desire. That is a desire. How many times do we take offering here? We don't take offering. We don't take offering. The titans, I'm not eating the titans. At least you know I'm not eating it. It's for the landlord. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't spend anything. I don't give anything. Check the prices of these things. It should give an idea that there is vision. Right? There is a, there is a purpose. There's, there is somewhere we want to get to. Of course, there's blessing in giving. It's not a sin if I ask, oh, can we raise some funds and you know put it in our coffers for it's not a sin. But I don't want the picture of the beginning of a ministry to be like money, money, money. The picture is his assignment. Money will come. He, he gives money. Amen. Isaiah 33, verse 6. Isaiah 33, verse 6. What do we have there? James, you want to read that one for us? Where's your Bible? Your mother brought you without the Bible. <laughs> you have it? Another powerful thing there. Three verse six, uh -huh. and wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times, mm. and strength of salvation. The mm. fear of the Lord is His treasure. Yo. Amen. Amen. What is our stability? Wisdom and knowledge. Thank you. You see why now he, he he said I will give you pastors to feed you with knowledge and understanding <laughs> because these things are supposed to stabilize you in your days. <coughs> Wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times. Not witchcraft investigation. <laughs> it's not in your Bible. And then the next thing is that the fear of the Lord and you know salvation and all that they come together. But wisdom and knowledge, 
must stabilize you. And that is what you are rejected. That is what has been rejected. So you see, life is not stabilized. Life is not stabilized. Certain things are not there. Certain things are not there. Why? The main thing is wisdom and knowledge from God. That is what gives you peace. something takes me from God I bleed seriously seriously anytime something takes me from God like it is taking most of my time I bleed because I, I know I'm hurting him working and I hear overtime. I panic. But I have some Christian friends. They jump to it. Ah! Oh man. And I panic. Why? Because you are stealing my time. Stealing my time. But then people are happy. And when there's no overtime, ah, all this, the, Lord, the, the work is boring. You know one thing I, I like about the Uber thing I'm doing is sweet on the road. Come and see me in prayer. Kai! The passenger is there, Uber. Inside me, I'm burning. Ah, I get too excited. Is it also? Huh. Oh boy. It's sad. Me, if not, I have a wife and I don't mind living on a dollar a day just to be on the laps of my father. And guess what? It never ends up to be a dollar anyways. You know why? Because he will do anything possible to keep you on his laps. When he gave me that instruction to do full-time ministry, since we got the 2017, I was hurt. So one time he told me, if I've asked you to do this, I will pay you. Trust me. And those two years, the visitations, the encounter, the things he told me, I would never have received them if I hadn't obeyed. You are sacrificing your time for other people to reap your time. And you call it employment. God have mercy. They call it employment. Just to have something to sustain. Isn't he who said that I will bless you and I am no sweat? Isn't it, isn't it in the Bible? Like, see, we are sweating. We see the money and we think we are blessing. Money that comes with sweat like that. I beg you. Let's talk this video. So, how do we get the blessing? Where well, it doesn't add the sweat to it. It starts with working with him in the knowledge. And it is wisdom. It's serious. Walk with him. Paul said, God has instructed me on how to have base and how to abound. 
balance it. When there's no money, he says, God has taught me how to do it. And the guy was into tent tent. You know, there's something called tent ministry. He was into tents, you know, weaving tents and all that. So sometimes he will weave tents and then get something. He said, God has instructed me. I know how to abase and how to abound. Yet the guy never lacked. You know why? Because it's one thing. I trust him. One time, was it? When was that? One of the early mornings, he, he, he called me from the room. And then he was telling me, look, let me tell you this. Look at Hezekiah. So I searched. And I saw what happened to Hezekiah. The Bible said, and Hezekiah trusted God. And God gave him success. Hezekiah. He said he removed the other gods. And then he followed in the footsteps of his father David. Ah! And God gave him success. That guy was a king at the age of 25. God gave him success. Why? He trusted God and took away everything that would stop him from getting closer to God. There's a guy that go to Isaiah, go and tell Ezekiel, put your house in order, write your will, you're about to die. Ezekiel said, me. He faced the words of God, who will praise you when they are dead? The dead people can praise you. You know me, I'm not done praising you. I'm not done with your project. I can't die. Isaiah didn't get home. He came back and said, God says 15 more years. This is Hezekiah. The same guy a king wrote a letter to. He said, get ready for war. He put the tent down and called the whole people, the whole kingdom, fasting and prayer. They came praying. Bible says, a lad, a little boy, prophesied and told his, the people, the battle is mine. This is Hezekiah. Nobody mentored him. He remembered what David did. He said, I'll do the same. Took out every high place against God. Why are you keeping your high places? Do you know your high place? Anything that comes between you and God is a high place. Like a demonic water. Balance it. Because there's no time. Look at your age. You think you have time? But we are worried about the things that are supposed to, you know, physical things and make life comfortable. God help us. Seriously, God help us. Because I don't know. One time, lunch, just 30 minutes, but I was I was praying. Lord, judge me. What am I not doing right? I like that prayer because I don't want to stand before Jesus and I'm surprised. <laughs> so I always pray, judge me, judge me. Then he said, I'm giving you another assignment to do. For I gave this to my people and they are running for their life because of COVID and fear. A lot of Christians, is this power I gave them. They are running to secure themselves. Do this for me. I judge you not. Oh! God is Yeah. Recently he was telling me he's about to change certain things before Jesus comes. When he told me what he wanted to do before Jesus comes, I said, hey, it can be tomorrow. The rapture can be anytime. I'm telling you. What he wants to do before Jesus comes. 
Exato. Exato. What are you going to get a time? What are you going to get a time? To be in his presence. Ha! Like the people were saying. Without your presence, we will not go. When do we? I went on the radio Saturday and I couldn't say anything apart from, apart from I prayed on the radio for hours. Praying and I was sad in the spirit. Couldn't say anything. Couldn't preach. Couldn't say anything. Prayer. For the whole four hours. God is looking for someone to send to, to, to talk to, to train, to teach. What are you? So when are you going to be straight with God? Can you really put your hand on your chest and say, hey, if God tells me to be naked, I'll be naked. Like he did with Isaiah. Can you imagine Isaiah, somebody's husband, somebody's father. Three years that guy was walking naked. Isaiah 20. Read it. Why? It was a prophetic direction. Instruction given to him that the man of God will walk naked. Start from In the year that the Tartan came unto Ashdod, when Sargon, the king of Assyria, sent him and fought against Ashdod and took it, at the same time spake the Lord by Isaiah, the son of Amaz, saying, Go and lose the sackcloth from off the lines, and put, thy, and put off thy shoe from the foot. Mm. And he did so, walking naked and barefoot. And the Lord he said, He did so, walking what? Naked and barefoot. A whole prophet. Uh-huh. And the Lord said, like as my servant Isaiah had walked naked and barefoot three years for a sign and wonder upon mm. Egypt and upon Ethiopia, so shall the king of Assyria lead away the Egyptians prisoners. So you see, it was a prophetic instruction against another people. The, read, use NCV. NCV, New Century Version. The man of God, God told him. He said, God hasn't told you and I to go naked. He's just saying, take my word, take my instruction. Receive my knowledge and walk with me. Simple. The day he will show himself to yourself, walk naked, then you will know the difference. Uh Uh-huh. Then the Lord said, Isaiah, my servant has walked around naked and barefoot for three years Uh as a sign against Egypt and Cush. The king of Assyria will carry away prisoners from Egypt and Cush. Old people and young people will lead will be led away naked and barefoot, with their buttocks bare. So with their what? The buttocks bare. So the man of God also was walking walking with what bare? Yes. Look at this old prophet. His bottom was showing. Imagine he was your father, your husband, your brother. Prophetic instruction. He had to do it. Have you, have you forgotten the one I told you about Ezekiel? He had to eat shit. Forgive me to say that. My Bible mentioned it. Human shit. The guy said, oh God, I can't do it. As that's for shit, you must eat. Use cow shit. You don't bake it like bread and bees, whatever, eat it. Small, small, small. Drink water when I tell you. It's a punishment unto the people. 
you he's just telling you take my word is a problem read Hosea from verse 1 time is up Hosea a young prophet he has completed the school of prophets the first instruction God gave him listen to this yeah start suffer the Lord's yeah, it's okay. The Lord spoke his word to Hosea, son of Biri, mm-hmm. during the time that Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Ezekiah were kings of Judah, and Jeroboam, son of Jehosh, was king of Israel. Mm-hmm. When the Lord began speaking through when Hosea. When the Lord began. The, so he started hearing God for the first time. The Lord said unto him, uh-huh. Go and marry an unfaithful woman and have unfaithful children. Because that one the, is too nice. Use King James, unfaithful woman. Can you imagine God is telling a prophet, his son, who is a virgin, we are marrying an unfaithful woman. That is his prophetic sign. Your own is just to collect the word of God and go and practice it. It's a problem. The, be- <laughs> the beginning of the word of the Lord by Hosea. Oh. And the Lord said to Hosea, uh-huh. Go take unto, unto thee a wife and whoredorms. Whoredorms. And, and children of whoredorms. For and the land and give birth to children of prostitution, children of a prostitute, a prophet, a virgin. Dave, can you do it? It is crazy. I will have to fast for the rest of my life, of my life, just to get, have confirmation. Cause it's too wild, and it happened. He says, as you read along, God told him. The woman will go and cheat on you. She will practice prostitution. Go and buy her the highest price. In those days, when they catch you in prostitution, they sell you for slave, slave, slavery. Go, so it's like she'll be auctioned. Eh? Go to Hosea. Go and buy her with the highest price and bring her back home. Sleep with her and give birth to another son. Is <laughs> there? I told you God is true. Lamb and lion. So you see, our time, eh? We are enjoying, you know. All we have to do is to walk with him by his word. That is the biggest problem for us. Your buttocks is not showing. You have not married a prostitute. So what is your problem? He hasn't asked you to go and buy or use human or animal that down to do anything. Eat the food you want to eat. Drink whatever you want to drink. Just walk with me. Let me give you my will. See how stubborn we are. The Bible says the heart of man is desperately wicked. That is why we are suffering. God help us. Prostitute went by her highest price. Why? It was just God was letting him know that that is how Israel is to him. He has married Israel and they are now like prostitute to him. So every child the name he gave to every child was a curse. So the child is now suffering a prophetic name which is a curse unto the nation. Innocent children. The woman will go, practice prostitution, will be caught, will be sold. The man of God will go and buy it. And then they were laughing at him. So you are giving us God's judgment. You, a husband of a prostitute, how should we believe your words? Imagine. People have suffered. People have suffered. You are not like Peter that they crucified with your head down. You are not like Bartholomew that they ripped your skin off. 
You are not like the, the rest that they tied and then they, 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 they rode horses alongside so that they would die when they have been dragged. Do you know how they killed Isaiah? They found him hidden between two trees like that. They, they caught men. Like how it was there. Uh, you know, you have these trees that they grow like that. Two stems. And they said, okay, take your soul. That long soul. This one will stand here. This one. They sawed him through the tree. Divided him into two. After all the motor showing, Paul was beheaded. Yet he knew he was going to die. He said, I'm ready to die. And they beheaded him. You know where they put Jesus? Where Satan took Jesus on the temptation? Where he said, throw yourself down and angels will catch you. They put one of the disciples there. Is it Judas who is not carried or one of them? They threw him down. When they realized that he wasn't dead, they went down and killed him more. People have poured their blood. Our own is to exercise the sacrifice they gave us to enjoy it and walk with God. Have time for God. And yet. And you are waiting for some supreme spiritual miracles. You think God is doing better there? Eh? Hmm. Let's take home here. Look, if you repent, repent. Oh, you're wasting time. You're wasting time. Wasting time. Yeah, we are wasting time on things that God can easily give us. They become our prayer topic. Oh. Thank you. Hey. And God will come and tell Julia, walk naked for three years. Will Julia do it? Naked with Boto showing. <laughs> ha! prophetic sign. This skin that she's been, she's been spending time on. Now God says, I like how you spend time on the skin. It looks glorious. Very good for prophetic direction. Away you go. Naked for three years. You meet Juliet around uh, one material. <laughs> When they ask you, what will you even tell them? God asked me to do it. How, how, how? Somebody's father. Do you know even for Isaiah to sleep with his wife, it had to be by prophetic instruction. What time is it in the Bible? Where, where was it? He said, and the Lord told me, so I laid with the prophetess. His wife was a prophetess. And then I gave, even is a prophetic instruction. Our point is very simple, though. Jesus has come and died. The Holy Spirit is given to us. All you have to do is stick by him. The Bible says God is faithful. By him we are called into the fellowship of his son. It's a fellowship. You are not Abraham that had to go somewhere that you didn't know, but you had to go. You are not Abraham. You are not Abraham. He has done that. He has sacrificed that all for us. Just for us to enjoy. It's a problem for the body of Christ. When are you going to repent? Tell God. Answer him. When are you going to repent? 
When are you going to start to be serious? When are you going to be reading Christian materials, listening to, you know, preachings and all that? When are you going to really, really, really grow in the realms? When I see that, you tell me, oh, three angels came to me. They tell me to, they told me to tell you that, oh, Charlie, it will be sweet. When are we going to talk that spiritual prophetic language? And I'll be there and they will call me. So, hello, Mr. Norte. He said, hello, man of God. All right, so the angel came and told me that I should tell you this. I said, oh, okay, wow. When, when is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? My own wife will wake me up and tell, tell me, look, when you slept here, I lay hands on you and I prayed for you. And that's again the Lord. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that. You get pictures and videos from Julia. It's making Adam look like a girl. And that is her calling. God have mercy. And I'm like, ah. And fellowship is waiting for you. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's nice. But then you're like, ah. Because <laughs> you have to edit them all. <laughs> I miss Ghana. I, I do all night reading. Oh, I miss Ghana. Sometimes it pains me. Pains me sometimes. All night reading. Me and God. God in here. Me, I'm here. Dictation. Say, I write. Say. One time I was in bed talking to me. I didn't know he was actually there. Thought I was just hearing the voice. He didn't really say, when he's about to go, he made me see his image and he tapped me like this. And then he left. So, he shot me home. I miss all that. You can't be in America and do full time ministry. You wake up and say, Your wife has finished you. Squasin wa convolante. And yet, you know, there are things to do. There are things to do. So, when are you going to repent? When are you going to start being serious? When? You all have spare keys. I think I have to give Davis a key too. That he can enter this place and just talk to God. In your room, when would you just turn off the light? It's you and God. Meditation. Prayer. You are tired, you drink water. Like the sleep is coming small. You do three minutes snoring, you wake up. There's no time. I beg you. Do something. Revise the notes. Read the Bible. Read the scriptures. Listen to preachings. Amen. Any question? We are funny these days, oh. How we show ourselves to God. You are barking, you don't know the song somebody looks at you, you are angry. I'm not angry. You put the microphone down. Yes. Do I care about your excuse? Angry or no angry, you put the microphone down. You insulted God. You insulted God. 
one time I couldn't come. I asked my wife, well, like, that was when we were doing the Thursday prayers or something. I asked my wife, oh, will you go? She said, oh, oh, so you're not going to do it for God. She almost died. I didn't pray against her. You see, all the time, eh, they want to destroy you and I. So a little thing, then they get chance, they finish you. Her, her, her blessing was that the car has been dedicated. Where I, 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 I packed the mother and talked to God about the car. When the car came, I drove to the place and thanked God and dedicated the car. That saved her. Plus her ministerial support, obeying God with me, saved her life. Like by now, oh, she has finished in the grave. <laughs> the car went like that. How many times? <laughs> and the communion is powerful. Amen. Want it to be nice, we come to church and I say, Oh, Mr. Note, can you preach? And they said, Oh, don't worry, God told me this morning at 5 a.m. God woke me up to me, I'm going to preach. I'm even ready. And he starts giving the word. Hi! It will be nice, oh. It will be nice. Yeah. We live in a system where we are seriously telling God about the, the heart of God and what they should do, and they are playing with children. It's just like that. It's just like that. Because you talk too much. Yeah. Say that. <laughs> Father, we thank you. Help us, Lord. Help us. You want to move on to perfection. Help us. By your spirit, help us. Help us. Strengthen us. Help us. Help us. As we partake of the body of Christ. And the blood of Christ. Oh, help us to be on fire for you. Help us to be very sensitive in the spirit. Help us to lay every weight of life so that we can be light enough to flow with your purpose and your agenda. Because Jeremiah said that it is the purpose of God that will stand. And of course, man can plan and propose, but the answer is of the Lord. And so, therefore, we pray. As we take the blood and body of Christ, let the character of Jesus, the, the passion Jesus had when he walked the earth, that charisma, that faith, help us to have it. Just to please you, like Jesus said, I have to do the bed of my father every day. May we be able to say things like that. And we pray for protection this week. Nobody will die in the name of Jesus. Whatever has to be bad news, we cancel in the name of Jesus. We are protected, kept, preserved by the power of God. And we are grateful. Let answers be provided for prayers, Lord. And let those who are confused be settled in the name of Jesus. Render angelic ministrations unto us. And let us know what to do in the next minutes of our life. Thank you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Talk to him. If you haven't done so, talk to him. Before we take the communion, talk to him. Ah, yeah, that's true.
In Jesus' name, let's have the communion. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Can you sing that song now? Precious name. Do you know how to sing it now? My goodness. How many weeks now? Mr. Note, you see you. Even Adam can sing it. Precious name. Oh, how sweet. Look at the lyrics. You have the lyrics. Hope on earth, the joy of heaven. Is it there? I put it on the church page on the messenger thing. Precious name. Oh, how sweet. Hope on earth, the joy of heaven. Let's be upstanding. We are living. Jude 125. Precious name. Oh, how sweet hope on earth and the joy of heaven. Precious name. Oh, I thought I had put the lyrics there to you. And I put the Pastor Chris one too there. You did listen. Nobody did it. You have been busy. TPT Jude. Precious name. Oh, how sweet. Hope on earth and the joy of heaven. Precious name. Oh, how sweet. Hope on earth. The joy of heaven. All right, let's take it. You ready? Yes. All right, let's go. Now to the one with enough power to prevent me from stumbling into sin. Bring me faultless before his glorious presence to stand before him with a stacked delight. To the only God our Savior, through the Lord Jesus Christ, be endless glory and majesty, great power and authority. From before you created time, now and throughout all the ages of eternity. Amen and Amen. Oh. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you.